damn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. It's your boy, Keem and Chuck, and we host the Morning Dinner Podcast. Based out of Las Vegas, we sit down and have conversations with creators, entrepreneurs, and hustlers. And today we got NPR in the house. A hustler. What's what good, up? man? What's up? So real quick, uh, for people who are tuning in and don't necessarily know who you are, can you explain to people who are you and what do you do? So my name is MP Art. I represent Vegas culture, hip hop culture to the fullest. I'm an MC host for multiple events. I also dance, street style dance, popping. Um, I do a lot of networking. Um, I work with a lot of different creatives in Las Vegas, and I am the second partner of Nothing to Do LV. Ooh, quite quite the uh, portfolio there, man. You know, I do I do a lot of things. So, <laughs> wait. So, are you primarily a dancer before anything else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hip hop is like my my gateway drug to everything in life. So I've been dancing since I was like about 15 years old. Started with popping, you know, got into like top rock and and house music and locking. I'll share my bed. What's top rock? Uh, Top rock is uh, like top like rocking is like the the dance you do before you. Break dance. Oh, that's so what they, it is. So yeah, I never knew what it was. So that's called. why it's called top rock. It's on it. top. Is it rocking? Is it something you're able to do right now on camera? Um, not necessarily. I have to stand up. <laughs> do the arms, bro. I have to stand up. Be like, uh, uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. It's a lot, of, and it's funny because it's like very gang related. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you so. just throwing up gang signs. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's like there's a documentary that's out. Uh, it's called uh, Rubble Kings. It's uh it's out of New York. It's like it takes all the the gangs that were the the street gangs that were back in the day, um, you know that movie The Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's actually a true story. So a lot of the uh, the gangs from that time, they're like motorcycle gangs, stick up kids, and stuff like that. Um, they they turn their energy into like music and and dancing. And the Apache line, which is what where Top Rock is from, is uh is basically when they jump somebody into a gang, they have like. Uh, a one line on one side one line on the other side and they have the one guy going straight down the middle getting beat up by everybody oh, so they're like hitting them with like a chain hitting them with, with a bat whatever like their hands so like when it went into the hip hop era the top rock was them doing it imaginary instead of actually holding stuff and hitting each other so like it's very like gang damn that's crazy yeah so that that's hip hop like that's hip hop <laughs> you know like turning something negative to something positive that's dope, man. When did you find out that you wanted to do dance? Because I feel like, and especially like in a, in a, do you, do you feel like the dance is primarily like a male or female dominated culture, or is it? Uh, to be honest, I feel like it's just a, uh, it's dance is so huge. It's yeah. not just a street style dance. There's like contemporary. There's like ballet, and there's like theater, and there's all different types of dancing. So I feel like it's an everybody dance, like is a is an everyday thing. Like people dance without knowing that they're dancing. Uh, so I don't try to like put it in a box, but as far as for street style dance, um, I fell in love with it cause my, my brother, uh, OG MP, which stands for mystical popper. He's a popper. Mm. And then my cousins and they used to break dance in front of like our, our apartment complex. I'm from like Indio, California, where they have the Coachella festival. Oh yeah. I know that's right. So we lived in this huge apartment complex and, uh, in front of the apartment complex, there's like huge, um, walkway, like really, really, really wide. So like. They would like buff it out and they do backspins out there, dance battle, grew up on the movie breaking. So watching my brother dance and my uncle DJ and my family just like loving to party and dance, like really got me into dancing. And then uh, that's when I was a kid. So once I got into high school, you know, you get into middle school and you're like, 
what do I do at this dance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you want to dance with a girl, but you're a little too scared to ask a girl to dance with her. That's the first thing you think about. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, and then you see these guys in the circle dancing, you know, everybody kind of like going off. So, you know, I saw somebody in the circle dancing and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that too. So like, I remember my brother dance. So I just went home and rewatched like the movie breaking and started like kind of picking that movie to like learn steps. And then my uncle rest in peace. He was like the first person to give me my, uh, my lessons, his name was uh, Marvin, and he was a DJ. So he would see me, like, learning how to dance, and then he'd come in and give me a, a nice little, like, no, nah, that's not how you do it. You got to do it like this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, like, he did the whole thing. Yeah. And then, Damn, he, would, and then he would leave. I'm not going to lie, that was pretty impressive, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looked pretty clean. Yeah, so he would leave, and I'm, like, over here, like, learning, and I get it down, and he's like, let me see what you got. And I did it again. I'm like, one, two, three, four. I did it, like, perfect. He's like, that's whack. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You did it the same way you told me to do it. He's like, no. He's like, you got to like switch it up. You got to switch it up. You got to, you know, yeah. make it turn and all these like do like do it five different ways. And he would like do it and do it, do it, take a smoke and then and then leave. And I'm like, <laughs> Damn. like magic, you know, that's called swag. Yeah. So um, basically, like when I was like middle school, high school is when I really, really got into it, got inspired in middle school, got really like, um, put myself to work in high school because I wanted to be able to do something. We didn't have like baseball and all that other kind of stuff because we didn't have that much money. So it's like you either, I'm either going to dance or I'm going to be in a gang or get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So like I chose to get in trouble and dance. (laughs) I feel like between your uncle and your, and your brother, you were pretty like well influenced, right? Yeah. Cause my, my brother's a street style dancer. My, my uncle's a DJ and he's, he likes dancing too. So, thing is like it's like kind of like a family thing yeah. and then my cousin was around the same age as me his name's jesse he, go, he went by the name bleem and he was actually practicing in blythe california which is like an hour and a half away from coachella so like we would meet up in the summer because you know I, li- I actually i live with my grandparents so they would come to my grandparents house and he's like oh i'm learning how to dance too yeah and then his parents were djs so his dad was Dang, a just so the whole tight. family that's yeah. just like into the arts, man. Yeah, it was like, you know, people like to party. So like they need oh, music, yeah. you know, and like. Uh, so was it like breakbeats though? Or it was like hip hop, R&B? You like, know, it was like hip hop, R&B, like party music, like, er, like, like, straight, days, like yeah. you know, like guy and like listening to things like uh, the boys, like very like pop, hip hop, like R&B kind of style stuff, like Bobby DeVoe and like uh old very old school you know like the double dutch bus and my aunt used to dance to that and i would like pretend to dance like her too so like it was just like a really good you know family hangout barbecue they're drinking we're dancing kind of thing like get out of here or like or when we're around them like you better dance or leave you know so yeah that's super tight though because you grew up around a lot of influence and mentors and everything like what would you say to somebody like me who probably doesn't have too much style to like get out of that like stiffness you know what i mean and like just try to be a little bit more flowy well you heard him bro you gotta get beat up loosen you up shit. with some chains bro you gotta go through the apache line first <laughs> oh, shit. that's yeah. what it's called the apache line, the apache line yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh what I, well, my, my my advice for somebody that wants to loosen up and like learn how to dance a little bit uh the the first thing you want to do is just not take it serious it's not a serious thing like dance was never meant to be serious it was just meant to like relieve stress and just kind of like move your body around. So, you know, listen, dance to the music that you like to listen to. If you're not doing that, then like, it's not going to connect. It's already fucking up. And then the cool thing is like, 
we're in 2019, yo. Like, there's so many dance classes everywhere. Like, yeah, Zoom at every gym. Yeah, so you can go. There's a and there's a, there's a new uh, hey, studio. There's a new studio that just opened. It's called ID Street Dance, and it's all street dance styles. So like, you can go in there and learn popping, breaking, crumping, locking, house dancing. But what's uh, the light learning? Feet. But what, what's the learning curve though? Is the, it is it like something that'll take you a couple of weeks to a couple of months to years? It's it depends on it, it depends on each person and and your the time you want to put into it. Yeah. So you know you do you you're a DJ and you're yeah. a producer. You you do the podcast. You probably do video as well, right? Video and photography, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, like, what was the learning curve for that for you? It's <gasps> okay. It's gonna I'm be, still learning. <laughs> it's, it's basically going to be the same. It's like, like, how much do you care about it to to Got do it, it yeah. without somebody having to put you in a class? Like, yeah. I would I would personally go home and uh, dance and dance and dance for and dance hours for hours. Like no one told me to do it. Like nobody told me it was going to lead to something. Did you do right. it with the mirror? Um, to or be no. honest, like. I would say no. Damn, that's crazy. Because like we didn't have like we, our, my family didn't have like that much money. We're, I would have like, found middle, broken glass. We're like and middle, taped it. <laughs> we're like <laughs> middle class, but it's cool because it made me feel what I was doing versus seeing uh, what I was doing. Like, because that's like it's a big toss up. It's like you got people that are just like watching, watching themselves, and they're like moving their arms over here, but they're looking uh, straight. Yeah. When you should just be like kind of. You should feel it. I like that. Like flowing with it. Like, Every time you see those movies and like, you know, those step up movies or like the movies where people are dancing, there's always like a room with like the hardwood floor and then they got the huge mirror when yeah, they watching themselves. Yeah, because it's like Hollywood. It's like a setup kind yeah. of thing. Oh, You know, I it's see. like, it's like. In, it's one of those things that you see on camera, like on, in a movie, but it's not necessarily <laughs> the way people really yeah. learn when they're that good. If you want to get real, like the real street dance places that you would see would be somebody's living room they're wearing their socks because their mom's gonna get mad if they have their shoes on uh, uh they're in a garage right with some like uh freaking you know cardboard on the floor with like a fan like, in the corner yeah something like that it, it'd be in that area or like at a park yeah and all these places you don't really have like mirrors and stuff like that so that's like the real version of what it would should look like on TV, but it doesn't. I feel you, man. Things in movies are very kind of like they're, they're dumbed down. No, no, no. They're dumbed oh. down for you. They're dumbed down because I see like photographers in movies, and there's like a photographer right in the movie, and he's taking photos of a model, and he's got his camera doing all these crazy Dutch angle crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like on auto mode, like things that the ordinary viewer would not notice. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. But when you really break it down, you're like, okay. Or the or the musicians <laughs> or the musicians in videos where like their hands are on the wrong chords. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's just crazy. Wait, so so how did how did your uh, your the culture of like dance bring you to Vegas? So um, basically, like I grew up in and I was raised and born. I was born and raised in, in uh, Coachella Valley, uh, California. So like Indio is where I was born. That's in uh, like the street that takes you to go to Coachella, the music festival. Um, I went to La Quinta High School. I was once I graduated, it was like uh, either stay home, stay where I'm at or move somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I ended up moving to upstate New York with my brother. Oh, damn. From um, from from Indi Indio, from, from Indio, Indi California. It's a big yeah, move. Yeah. <laughs> like Coachella, well, Coachella Valley, La Quinta, California is where I was. Is, 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 is it officially Coachella? It's Coachella Valley is the name of, of, the, of, of all the cities, you know, like, you know how we have Clark. Girl say it? You know how we have Clark Coachella. County and like, yeah. yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So like Coachella Valley is where I'm from, Riverside County. So. I, I moved to New York, went to school there for a year, um, just didn't feel it because it was like, you know, I was in like upstate New York. I was in New York City. Well, was it a dance school? No, 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 no. I went I went to college just for oh, okay. for, 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 for Did art. Did you have family out there? Yeah, my brother. My oh, brother. I went okay. to go live with my brother. So went out there, lived with him for a Sorry. year, got bored. So I ended up moving back to California, lived, lived there for a long time. And then I moved 
back to uh, New York to stay with my brother again because he he was in the army. So like he had like a really close call like in Afghanistan. So like I'm like, yo, I want to spend some time with my brother. So I went out there. Same thing happened year later. I'm like, year, I, was, I stayed there for a year, had so much time, good time with my, my nephews and my brother and his family. And then I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to be somewhere where I can kind of like fulfill myself. Like the, that, that part of the city was too small for me upstate. Mm-hmm. So it was either to move to Vegas or it was a move to LA. And my friend in LA, she's a choreographer, dancer. She's been on like tons of different uh, like videos and stuff. Her name's Isla Rose. She lives in Madrid now. But at the time, she didn't have space for me because she's moving back with her dad. And she's like, you can live with my dad. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, cool. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. So uh, one of my crewmates lived out here. His name is Andrew McKay. We call him Noid. He's a B-boy. And uh, one of my really good friends from, from work when I was growing up lived out here. So I was like, you know what? I'll come out this way, see what I'm going to do. I wasn't really planning on being here that long. That was in 09 and we're already in 2019. So I've been here for like <laughs> 10 years. Here, yeah. Yeah, and what keeps me here is is the the fact that there's so much going on. The city's the city's like big, but it's in, still in, growing. In, yeah, it's big in the aspect of like the name, but it's still small. And there's like and like you said, it's still growing. Like the mm-hmm. city's growing and growing. So there's more room here to like take my take whatever I have going on and like elevate it versus like having to um, have a lot of competition. Whereas in LA, where it's like so hard to to get on because there's so many people fighting for the same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, moving out here, I was just like, oh, I'm going to go back to school, you know, work, save some money. That didn't pan out. You know, <laughs> I end up, I end up doing like some sales jobs, end up doing street dance, like in front of like uh, bellies for a little bit. Like some performer stuff, like where you're, yeah. you got the little hat in the corner and yeah. people tip you. So one of my, one of my really good friends, his name is Mosquito. Um, he's B-Boy Mosquito from California, which is a crew out of, uh, California, of course. So, yeah. so like he had a had a really good street show called uh, State of Shock, and they were they were trained by the same guys that do the the big street shows in uh on Venice. So like they're called the Calypso Tumblers. So this guy has it all down, like the way you start the show, get the people in, like how you get them excited, how you get people like to volunteer to be inside the show, and how do you ask for the money and stuff like that. So like it was like a really good time because there was no street performers like that in Vegas in that area, um, back like maybe like seven years ago. Yeah. So it was easier. It was easier to make money because you didn't have all the competition with all the like characters and yeah and different people out there. So like I did that with him for a minute, broke my collarbone. Damn. Cause I fell, off, I fell off a bike. Oh, I was about to say, oh, damn. Like, like all the I was cool like, you popped too hard, bro. Uh, you, like, you was working hard for that <laughs> money, bro. Like, damn. Yeah. I fell off my bike and I was just like, and I broke it. So I couldn't dance. So like, I'm over here, like standing in the show, like telling people where to stand. And I felt so sad. I was like, man, I can't do this. Yeah. So, um, I ended up doing some promotions and I couldn't enter battles at the time. So I was like, I like entering battles all the time. So, um, all styles is a, is a, is a thing out here in vegas it's like instead of just doing a popping competition or breaking or it's multiple styles it's all multiple styles so that means everybody's able to do it but are you against other styles in a way yeah yeah or, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. so like let's say like i know three things to do and you know two things to do you can do those in that battle there's like like if i was in a popping battle and and i did like a flip and a head spin then it came back up and was like oh and then i lost no matter how good the head spin or the or the flip was because it wasn't consistent with the style. Oh, so now okay. now with the all style, you can do a flip, head spin, come back and be like this and then ah, start, you know what I mean? Which I like. I like when there's which a is, mix it, of everything. Yeah, you know, so like, so the thing is it's it, it's inclusive to everybody. So 
that was happening. I couldn't enter. So I volunteered to help out, you know, um, you know, Miss Joy, right? Yeah. So DJ Miss Joy, she's like huge out here in Las Vegas. She like dances. She's a DJ. She puts her events on and stuff like that. So she was a good friend of mine when I moved here. I met her and uh, I was like, yo, you need some help? She's like, yeah, sure. Come through. So I ended up judging that. They didn't have a host. So I ended up hosting while I was judging. They didn't have anybody to organize it. So I organized it. And after that, um, they asked me to come back and to get paid to do it. So I was like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Like, cool, I'm getting paid to do this. And then uh, this was at Insert Coins. So if anybody knows about Insert Coins, it was like, days. It was like, the, it was like the, the big kid adult hangout, you know what I'm saying? Video games and everything. And um, so I was there. I ended up hosting the second time. Then I got hired by the music director, which is her name is Bree, DJ88. And the owner, Chris, they invited me to be like, hey, we want you to be our official host and to be our, our Damn, promotions person. So like everything kind of snowballed from there. So like being in Vegas, like it, it just offered an opportunity that I never thought I would get anywhere else. Cause I would do hosting, but never in a serious way. Just like, uh -huh. you know, you need somebody to say something while you're waiting for the DJ to switch the music or like while somebody's getting prepared to come up. But it, I never thought it was going to be like a career thing. And that's what I do now as a career. Like, yeah. Which is crazy. Like how'd you get the confidence to like speak on a mic? And when did you start getting into like the comedic value type stuff? The confidence to get on the mic is just, just always being that person that, that wasn't afraid to speak up for my friends, you know, mm -hmm. or, or like, I want people to be a part of things. So it's like wanting to share, you know, like, like yeah. you know, it is, it's like, yo, the movie's going to start, come through, you know, I'd always be that kind of person or yeah. like, Hey, the food's on, let's go, you know, like, Oh, we're going to come over here. We're going to battle. Like, like, what's up, you know? So like, it's, it's just wanting people to be a part of stuff. That's, that's what got me there. I listen to a lot of hip hop music, so I'm influenced by a lot of MCs. Mm -hmm. So like, I like most Def. Uh, I like uh, Black Thought from the Roots. You know, uh, classic people like KRS One, uh, Busta Rhymes. Just like all these, like you know, Talib Kweli. Like all these, like really great MCs that say things that make that make sense and that make you want to pay attention. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, grabbing the mic for me. It's like I feel like it's me being that that in that moment, like being an MC in that moment, even though I'm just hosting and giving out information. Mm -hmm. And then as far as the comedic part, it's like my uncle, the same uncle, he's, he was like hilarious. Like, like even if we laughed, he'd make fun of our laugh and make us laugh until like, we can't <laughs> laugh anymore. Yeah. You know? And he's always like clowning and like I'm Mexican. So like, you know, I was going to say, man, I, I felt it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, you know how it is. It's like, you say something funny, you'd be like, that's stupid. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. why can't you just say it's funny? Mexicans, are, ru Mexicans are ruthless, bro. It's like, it's like if, if your family calls you idiot, stupid or dumb, it's like, that means you're funny. Yeah. So I've been like, I've been an idiot and I've been dumb my whole life. Yeah. My, my nickname growing up was Pinche Cabron. See, there you go. And my, and my nickname is Weddle. Because I, cause when I was born, I looked like a white boy. So like, <laughs> bro, like, they, it, they always go on like, off like a description. Like you ever have like a tia, like, oh, that's your, your, your uh, tia gorda. Oh my God. Gorda, gorda, you know, like, the, the, yeah. What's that mean? It's like fatty. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then I have, I have a cousin, her name is ne Negra. So it's like black girl, it's a black girl, but the thing is like, but the way you say it is, is, is what really matters, you know? Like, yeah. so it's like, excuse me, it was, it was said like in an endearing way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I never even was called by my real name. So like <laughs> my, my family was kind of hip hop in its own way. You know what I mean? Like they gave us like nicknames and shit. But I like that because it like breaks up that, that 
what that stuck upness you know what i mean it's like a little bit that's why like i always tell people like when i make fun of like keem or we like talk shit on each other or anybody just in general which is every day <laughs> i feel like it breaks that barrier of you're more than just two people who know each other now it's like oh you have like this friendship because if somebody gets offended i can already kind of like let them, like personally me they're not my people i want to be around because i'm yeah. like oh you take life way too serious yo. And, and i do like how you said that in dance you can't take yourself too seriously right you mm -hmm. got to let yourself feel the music and and that's how that's how you get more experience right exactly like um out in vegas like you have like these amazing dancers you know like and, and the dance crews have their formulas you know that's why they're champions you have people like knucklehead zoo that represent the united states out in like france for like battle of the year they just went there last year and they've been there for like like i think four or five times within the last um what is it like 13 or 14 they're years? Vegas? They, they, yeah they're, they're vegas i based. never knew that yeah so like they were just there right so like their formula like works to win these battles and then you have uh full force who has like a different style and then they're involved in like big battles overseas too but then you know both of the crews kind of like work with jabberwockies they're part of some members are part mm -hmm. of jabberwockies and you have all these guys that are like trained a certain way and then with with having the dance not be so serious you're able to have like that gray area where you can bring shows to life so that's why those crews do so well because they understand to like you got to work towards something and then you got to be creative at the same time so like you not taking it so serious it like lets it be creative mm -hmm. you know but you taking it serious like makes you get better like but it's not it's not about taking it serious it's about loving it you know like if you love something it doesn't have to be serious it's yep. like it's like it's like uh, a force regardless mm -hmm. so how, how did your involvement with uh at nothing to do lv begin so my partner her name is coco jenkins uh coco. she's a uh, me and her have been friends for years i think we met her right I know, I know Coco. I'm okay. pretty sure you met her. Yeah, at the opening of the studio, right? She was there? Maybe not. Maybe I'm tripping. No. Sorry, continue, yeah, sir. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so Coco Jenkins, she's a, a bass player for a band um, that was together back in the day called R&R, &R, uh, Rhyme mm -hmm. and Rhythm. So I was really good friends with her, and she uh, just really got tired of people saying that there's nothing to do in Vegas besides going to a casino or being on the strip, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. at a club. And she likes jumping from one party to the next, like different genres. Like she'll be at a, a ska uh, party. She'll be at a punk rock party, a reggae party, and then like an R&B showcase. And then like she'll, at the same time, she'll be at a club like all in one day. Mm -hmm. She goes there for like half an hour to an hour, sees who she needs to see, and then bounces around. So she started a calendar, like a website. And she was anti like phones and stuff like that. Like she didn't want a smartphone. She just had like an old flip phone or something. <laughs> Nokia. It was weird. It was weird, right? So like, <laughs> so I had an extra iPhone, and and uh, when I got my new one, I was just like, boom, here you go, Instagram. She's like, what? I don't want this responsibility. <laughs> you know. Now she's like selfie queen. You know, she has like four <laughs> accounts. She has an account for like her being a teacher because she teaches. Oh nice. She has an account for her skating because she likes skating. She has an account for her, like her, uh, her, her own music based stuff. And then the nothing to do. I think she has one more, uh, like a personal account for her family. Like she has like five accounts. <laughs> nice. But the thing is, is like using social media helps you connect with people. So I knew that she needed that. So once I created that for her, you know, I'm always over here like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. And then she's like, well, you're going to be part of this now. This is like, <laughs> this is your responsibility too. So mm -hmm. um, it's really good because she, she knows how to like jump 
around and, and be a part of like different cultures that happen in Vegas. And then with me, it's like, of course I'm a dancer and that's what I love. But like, I like going to rap shows. I like going to comedy shows. I like going to art shows. I like going to open mic nights and mm-hmm. I like going to seeing like you play house or, or techno or, or like electronic music yeah. and even your brother. So like, I like going to different places than just what, what people see me as. So it's easy for both of us to kind of navigate that way. And we run the page, um, not so much for ourselves, but for the city. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's tight. So it's not about us. It's about Vegas culture. So that's why I always say I represent Vegas culture because like I am Vegas culture because I'm doing things that contribute to it. Right. And, uh, I'll say that that's one of the biggest contributions to Vegas culture I've seen that nothing to do. Cause I, I first heard about it when we had the studio in 2015, bro. And, um, at that time I do remember cause I have a lot of family that comes in from California Wow. and every time they come in, I'm always like, well, what are we going to do? And it's always like, oh, vamos al Fremont and let's go to the Fremont. Cause that, that was like the go-to thing. Yeah. But now it's like, now I can see, oh, there's all these different things that are happening. Yeah. You know it literally I mean? helped me out some nights too. Cause I was like, damn, I, cause I don't know all the scenes, you know, yeah. I knew the dance scenes and like the simple, like hip hop and, you know, indie shows and all that. But there was like a lot of other stuff I maybe wanted to go to. And I was like, I used it a few times. I was like, damn, hell yeah. Shout out to nothing to do. Yeah. People love it, man. Like uh, I'll meet people randomly and, and they find out that I'm a part of the page and they're just like super appreciative for it. Like there's a lot of support. Uh, we're going to be um, starting our website soon, which will be uh, accessible on your phone. Mm-hmm. So instead of like missing out on shows, cause that's what people say like, Oh, I wish I would have knew about this earlier just cause the algorithms are all messed up. Right. Uh, we're going to turn it. We're going to turn nothing to do LV into more of like uh, a news platform. Yeah. And the the shows that we do promote on that page will be paid for. Yep. Or Makes partners sense. of us, you know, there's something that we really care about mm-hmm. or like the day one events that we, but you'll still with. have all the other, events. but everybody can go to our website, which will have a calendar of like the whole week. So like, you'd be like, you can be on a Monday and know what's going on on a Thursday. That's dope. Yeah. You guys should gonna, do a, sign that's going to change the game. You guys should have people sign up for text alerts. Or just the like uh, people who have events and post events, they definitely should have like a login, which you probably already doing. That's happening. And then basically what you can do too, I think you can probably like get ads and have companies pay ads no matter what. Like even without the top show, you know, just random ads. Yeah, we have have a good we have a good web designer that's that that we talk to. So as long as we can get our, our our agreement the right way. Because uh, definitely we want to, we always work with uh, locals. So whether it's like stickers, we work with LV stickers, whether it's like, you know, uh, oh, DJs, shit. we always work with like local DJs. And so anything that we do, we always want to make it local, even if it's like a t-shirt design or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, so the, pr- the person that's going to be making the website is local. So we're going to be able to like network with each other and help each other grow instead of it like, oh, here's your money. And like, that's kind we of want tight. people to care. So it's like a show, like if I started a show and I need some live art painters, mm-hmm. I can hit you up and be like, yo, can you set me up with oh, that? Oh, of course. And yeah. And put out a little ad. When exactly. That's so tight. That's yeah. really dope. Good shit. R- remind me to hit you up after this podcast because I, I have a guy who who just started doing t-shirt printing. Oh, yeah. And he bought, he bought his own machine and he wants to kind of make it like a whole... What I'll tell you about it right it's now. It's not a cheap and machine I, I, I see, <laughs> No, it's not a cheap I see, machine. I see, I see where you're going with it, but like, yeah, it, it, we're definitely into working with the city and growing with the city because we're about the city. It, it wouldn't make sense for us to, to pay for a website made out of like China when, when right. we have people here that need the money. It's right. cheap. You know <laughs> it's true though, right? Like, but that's not where we're trying to go. And, and nothing to do is like a small part of what I do, but it's a, it's a, it's a big, uh, like, like 
opens the door to other things, you know? Mm-hmm. It's um, just another avenue as yeah, well. Yeah, it's another avenue. And it's cool because it's like Vegas culture is about everybody. It's not just about us. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of like feels connected to it. Like, because everybody gives content. Like there's people hitting us up constantly like, hey, can you promote our event? And we do it as long as it makes sense to what's going on in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And what, what, when do you think the website will be out? Hopefully in the next three to four months. Depends on how long it's going to take. Maybe six. I don't know how long it takes. to Give it time. The, the guy know. said that they're pretty fast. So he said like maybe like three and the cool thing is, like, I think we're close to twenty thousand. So hopefully they'll get it done around really? that yeah. around that time, and then and then we can do like a launch party. We love doing parties, so like we'll have like a huge party, bring in like weird different artists, weird different genres of music, and you know like art installations, and mm-hmm. do some cool stuff, and you know just show the city like, hey, these are all the things that are going on here. Right. Uh, just to show the appreciation for people like following because it's all word of mouth it's not like we don't buy our following it's like I meet people all the time they're adding it on the phone when they're adding me you know they're, they're sharing it and then I've, you share it with your, your people mm-hmm. too so like it's a it's a real good word of mouth kind of thing that we do yeah I think having a website is going to be tight but I still think man Instagram is probably the biggest platform yeah that's where know? that's where that's where we're at and the thing is uh, I feel like we, we, we feel strongly that anybody who follows us is going to go to their phone and to our website to, to look for the events because mm-hmm. that's what they're asking for. Right. We're only doing things that people are asking for. Right. We're not doing it so we can create money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like we all make really good money outside of what we do for the page. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the page is for the city. So I feel like the city is going to I feel like the city is going to get behind it. Right. And, you know, not to toot our own horn, but hopefully we can be like the next weekly a real weekly, like a straight Vegas culture weekly where we're talking to the right people and not really putting all of our energy into like the major clubs and stuff like that. Right. It's perfect though, B, because it's, it's, it's the city generating all the content for it. You know what I mean? Like you don't even have to, to a certain point, go out and go find those shows no more. Cause just to explain to people what, can you still do it the same way? Like if I just DM you like, Hey, I have the show going on. Can you post this post? Exactly. And that's then they'll how it post works. it. You know what I mean? So they'll, they'll just have multiple people. Like, like I'm telling you, I was finding shows. I was like, I've never heard of these people before. And you know, and that's tight though. That's and the what cool, I really enjoy. The cool thing is like, like musicians are hitting us up and they're like, Hey, we want to post our music video. You know, we'll, we'll pay for the ad to mm. post the music video. And you deserve it. You know what I mean? Like you definitely. Yeah. And the thing is all the money goes back into reinvesting, you know, reinvesting. So like now, now we'll be able to pay for this website because we, have money coming in oh yeah. yeah so going back to the hosting and everything like what do you um because you've been doing some pretty big events uh what do you want to is that like the future right now for like career wise and everything like just keep hosting and where can it lead to well uh hosting for me is is like a really great outlet and i actually like been sitting on on this big event that i booked so I can tell you guys on your guys' platform. So nice. I'm going oh. to drop it right now. Yeah, you I was going to say, can you do it? I'm going to drop it right now. I'm going to drop it right now. So uh, recently I've been working with Omnia and the Hakkasan group. Ooh. And I and I um, hosted their uh, Spring Jam Classic, which is their March Madness event. It's like a basketball. Yeah, you know, It was really that. tight. It was so fun. It looked dope. Yeah, DJ Nikki Romaro was there, Romero, and, and like the whole crew of like all the industry people. And I got pulled aside by some of the owners. Um and uh, they asked me to to do something else with Hakkasan. So I went there to go check it out. And uh, as we're waiting for it, their Hakkasan group go, like works with like a bunch of different uh, clubs in their network, you know. Uh, so 
I got a call and they're like, yo, we want you to, 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 uh, talk to the marketing director for, for wet Republic. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll talk to her. And then I talked to her and, and she's like, yo, we're looking for a host for, for the hot 100. And I'm like, the hot 100 like bikini contest she's like yeah oh, she's like but but it's gonna be these days and that this and this and that do you think you can handle this and i'm like yeah so basically i got booked for the whole summer every single friday i'm gonna be at wet republic hosting the hot 100 Damn, every single friday for the whole su- for the whole summer that's 14 days <gasps> that's crazy 14 dates that i'm gonna have do you need uh, a photographer you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do photography with my eyes like this <laughs> um and it's gonna be cool because it's like like i host a lot of dance events a lot of like art events um parties and stuff like that so this is this is this is going to be the first time i'm gonna do a bikini contest so it's it's really making me elevate my style right um and i've, I've worked everything from pg events to like adult events and stuff like that so like I know where my range is and now mm-hmm. it's going to be like working with a lot of really talented and beautiful women and, and with a company that, that has a standard. So I, I'd, I'd be able to have a different approach to it. Um, as far as like the future, what I want for my hosting for myself personally, I want to keep on doing it as long as I can. Um, I have had chances to do like sizzle reels for like TV shows, right? but nothing that really panned like out. Like a wild and out type of deal. yeah 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 mm-hmm. with the the twins the the dancers oh from, damn that's so yeah the dancers from uh beyonce mm-hmm. and and they won world of dance not too long ago um so i work with them on their sizzle reel unfortunately it didn't go anywhere um i've done world of dance like their, their tours and huge huge dance events i've done life is beautiful which is a huge the red bull right yeah with red bull bc1 so like i hosted like a huge dance event with red bull during life is beautiful so like i those those have been really really good moments in my career um, but like getting into Hakkasan group and like being it's able pretty, to work with Wet Republic is like, yeah. for me, it's like, it, it shows my worth. That just goes to show you though, that there's no direct path to get to where you are easily, except being in that industry and being surrounded by people that can see what you're doing and elevate you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's dope, man. Congratulations, man. Thank that's you. Really yeah. Good hey man. But yeah. realistically, if you guys. You guys got to peep them. Because that fool, you, you be making me laugh so hard, bro. bro I be dying sometimes. Bro. I'm like, I hate this fool bro, so like, much. You know, you know what it is? It's, 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 it's all, it all goes back to my uncle and my family and us just being together, like, during Thanksgiving, being together during, like, somebody's birthday or, like, you know, Christmas or Easter and just putting on music and just, like, calling people out and just being silly, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, I grew up, like, uh, watching hosts, you know, host things like, uh, there's a guy, his name's Mookie and he's from LA breakers and he's from flexible Flav, like all these different breaking crews. And he did, he did a lot of the hosting for all the B-boy jams growing up. Um, there's another host named utmost. He runs beat swap me now. And, uh, he, he was hosting jams. And then there was another, um, MC from Vegas. His name is art son. And he was hosting jams out here along with like, um, he's a rapper too, so like now he's on tour. And, then and do you mean Artson or Artisan? Artson. Artson. Okay. Yeah, I know a, a rapper named Artisan. Yeah, Artson a, is a Native American uh, MC, and he just got like something from the Billboard Awards or Grammy or something like that. So oh, I'm shit. not too sure what it is, but he's he's pretty up there. And then um, then there's like a really dope host that hosted like like one of the dopest parties in Vegas, the Get Back. You've been to Get Back, yeah. So Danny Boy, bro. Like like all these guys that I've been watching growing up just being at the party because i love being at the party i mm-hmm. like dancing i like socializing networking with people 
but I do pay attention to the DJ and what they're playing. I do pay attention to the MC who's getting the crowd hype because that all makes sense. You know, if you, if you're really into it, it's yeah, like, you 100%. know, it's like studying your craft. So like I was able to study all these years and now I can take all this, um, inspiration and all the vibes and like kind of push it out my own way. And I, and I've been able to do that. And I feel like the, the what makes me different than all the hosts that I've, I've, I've mentioned is that, um, is that I can say the most craziest, funniest shit and get away with it mm -hmm. because it's not coming from like a mean place. Like, like when you call your, your aunt Gordita, you know, mm -hmm. you're not saying it to be mean. You're saying it in like, oh, in a loving way. Yeah. So like when I, when I call somebody out or say something funny, it's just to be funny. It's not yeah, to it's be not mean. Cause I'm hating you. Yeah. 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 That's, that's crazy, man. I, I never thought about hosting before, to be honest. And it'd be good, of, bro. It's, it's one of those. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where, uh, where, where I think about, um, you know, it's, you can't get there. Like I, there's no direct path to getting to being a host. Like how does one start? Like if I wanted to be a host, what would I have to do? Like, let's just say that tonight I want to go host a party. Like what are the steps that one needs to take to become a host? Okay. Number one, uh, you gotta, you gotta be able to, um, know where you're going, like know the venues and the places that you want to host at. Uh, build those relationships because mm -hmm. the thing is like this it's like if I don't know you I'm not letting you touch the mic right not because you're not good it's just because like you want to feel safe with the person right so building that relationship and number two it's like people want to see you doing stuff so you know um, hosting dance events hosting like club events and stuff like that it's not it's not a, a, a bread making kind of a, a thing you don't get I've, rich I've, off of it I've learned to turn it into that because I've done it so long but um, the thing is like this, just like with anything else, you got to do it because you care, right. not because of the money. Right. So um, basically being available, uh, paying your dues, just like with anything else, like you got to put your pay your dues, you know. Um, so getting to know these venues and, 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 and volunteering yourself, mm. you do that first and then what people see your worth and then they're going to put you on. You got to got to create value for mm -hmm. yourself. And number two, you got to be sincere. So the, all the people that I've mentioned they're very sincere about what they do. They care about what they do. And for everything that they're touching the mic on, they're like, they're putting some really good content out there because they believe in what they're saying. They're not saying it for a check. They're doing it because it's part of their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would say, you know, really like where you're hosting. Cause if you're not going to like what you're hosting, it's going to, you're going to hear it. You're, it's going to come off. Just basically the life lesson is do what you love. Make sure you love what you do. Because exactly. if you're faking the funk and we got to talk about one thing, man, What's did, up? did you ever do party cruise? Oh, of course. Like back I'm in the day. California. Cause, like. I, Cause I remember my space, bro. There was like the whole city in Vegas was just dominated by party. Crew. Bulletins. Had, like, bulletins. Like people were probably like, yo party here, party there. Right. And there was Empires always, all these this parties party. happening. Yeah, I'm like I'm from the I'm from the like before MySpace era. So I was born in eighty one, so I graduated in ninety nine. So in the nineties you had party oh, lines. Oh, where do you look you a lot younger, man? Thanks. Yeah, you, I yeah, always forget. Damn, you look like, younger damn. than I do. Yeah, man. I'm freaking about to turn Baby 30, face, bro. About to turn thirty eight soon. So Oh wow. shit. Anyhow. You know what? That's another question I was gonna have is like age, like do you have to be like a younger cat to do that? But apparently not. You know, <laughs> not I'll tell you I'll tell you this is what it is. Um you have to have a youthful uh, energy to you. Oh, um, oh yeah, because you got to liven up the party. Yeah, like living living here in, in Vegas, like Vegas is a city like no other city in the world. Vegas is, is such a growing city and it has so much different energies coming in here 
Uh, there's not a lot of people that are originally from here that are in, you know, in the workings of how things go. Um, so basically, like, I feel like every three to four years, the, the energy changes, the music changes, the, the style changes, what's what's hot changes, like people that were into stuff, they're not into it anymore. They've moved on, had kids or moved out of town or something like that. So you got to be able to ride that wave. And, and, and as much as people want to have traditions and like, you know, we did this first kind of thing, you got to preserve what you had, but at the same time, allow new energy in there we go. and kind of work together with it. So like, if you're going to move to Vegas and want to be successful, you got to be able to contribute energy and welcome energy. And at the same time, you know, like give a lot of props to what got you there. So that's why I brought up all the names that I brought up because it's like, there's no me without them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's respect. Yeah. Much respect. Damn. You kind of have to reflect the city too. Cause like the, the city that never sleeps, the, exactly. there's always a party on every day and it's always like nonstop. Right. There's new people every day here. Technically. Yeah. Yep. You know, every, the local. that's why, that's why the energy changes. There's always a new 18 year old. There's always a new 21 year old and there's always a new person moving to Vegas. Yep. And it's somebody's birthday every day. Yeah. <laughs> right? In Vegas, like everybody, it's my birthday. <laughs> Say Be my like, name. You better drop a 20 real quick. <laughs> I'm like, this mic ain't wait, free. Wait. <laughs> so so, so you clearly, like, having a good sense of humor plays a good role in emceeing and kind of hosting, right? What about, like, being, like, have you ever thought about, like, pursuing a route and doing, like, your own stand-up, your own comedy? Or has that never, that never been a thought for you? You know, uh, I've, I've been approached by that, but it's, like, it's a whole different art. Mm -hmm. So the thing is like for me to want to be a comedian, it would be like something I would have to want to do wholeheartedly. So the only reason why I haven't done it so far is because a lot of the material that I use is from like just joking around with friends yeah. or seeing comedians say some stuff and then me flipping it around. So the thing is like, I, I feel like I'm not dedicated to want to do it and I wouldn't want to do something without being all the way about it because the way I host, I've studied other hosts without thinking without knowing that I was doing it, yeah. you know, by going to jams, by going to these things. And to me, I feel like there's a lot of people who, who are a part of things, a scene and they'll see like something that goes wrong and they're like, Oh, that shit was whack. You know, if he would have did this different or if they would have did this different, this it would have been better. Mm -hmm. And they're always going to like be negative on something mm -hmm. versus going versus taking that mentality and saying, Hey, if I get a chance, I would probably change that and actually do the action. So for me, Going to jams, I just love being there. Like being a part of something is better than not being a part of something, you know? Like, mm -hmm. so the action of it happening, I was always happy for that. But the things that needed to change, I was like, I'm going to do that if I have the chance. So now that I have the chance, those things have changed, you know? Like I, I don't just host. I organize uh, with, with, with the, uh, the event promoters. I, I book DJs. I, I book um, judges. Uh, I bring in talent. I, I involve artists. I do a lot of networking. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot, I, there's a lot of hats that you wear. Yeah. So I do the back end as well as, as the front end. Um, so that way I'm not going to be played out when it, when I get older. So when I get older, my plan is this, I'm going to be, um, managing DJs. I'm going to be managing artists and I'm going to be the one with the check, giving people some money because I'm going to have all that knowledge and my company is going to have enough money to do that or companies are going to see my value and have me do that for them, which is kind of something that already happens. Mm -hmm. People bring me in because they know that they're going to get the raw culture um, that way that they don't get called out. Cause like, you know, it's like having a Cinco de Mayo party 
and you know putting a mustache on somebody <laughs> and having them some aye, 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 the whole time and it's like it's like yo you can't do that because it's like culture vultures yeah because it's very like it's it's just you know you want to respect people's culture so when they bring me in it's like it's always done right there's always a ju- good judge there's always a good prize money there's always a good dj you know it makes sense to the space and whenever things mess up and have to go on the fly that's one of my my, my talents is like if a if a speaker goes out or like the the dj's um hard drive goes off or like you know the computer yeah. boots that's the worst time ever right <sighs> i could talk for like five to ten yeah, minutes I've seen it <laughs> i can talk to ten for ten to five minutes with no music talk about the venue talk about the drink specials about security the people throwing the event why we're there they should be on their, their phone doing social media stuff like and that whole time, this problem is being solved, but nobody knows it besides me and the, the people that Which have the problem. Which is crazy, because if you've never thrown an event or you just don't know what that feels like, it literally, like when something technical, an issue happens technically, it is one of the most awkward situations. And it's I've seen it at big festivals, and they don't have an MC or anybody to kind of like liven up. Like Little Dragons did it, because she's she she was like, I think like he was having technical issues with one of his pianos. Yeah. And she was able to like just keep talking and be like, yo, what's good, everybody? You know, and I was like, damn, that's tight. But then I've seen situations where it was just awkward. I'm like, damn, they need something. They yeah. need ma- music or something. Yeah, because like, people, people get negative real quick. And, and that's and that's why like that's why we love doing events, because it's like we like bringing elements that aren't there and we like having the things that should be there. Like, Plus you know how to do it. Like rap shows. There's so many rap shows out here, but they don't, they don't always have a designated host. I feel like that would make a lot of rap shows there's a little a, bit more entertaining. And then there's a lot mm-hmm. of shows in general, just regular shows and they don't have a DJ. And it's like, how are you not going to have a DJ in the middle while this person's getting set? It doesn't matter what, ve- what like genre it is. It's like, you should have Bro, throw an something. IPod. There should always should be something, something going on. But it needs to be, it needs to be a real person. We, yeah. Cause we, there's more vibe. Because it's the vibe. And number two, it's like, it's part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if we're not bringing each other up, then we're just bringing each other down. Yeah, true that. Cause the, 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 the attention span and the, um, the energy that people want to give to things is very limited now because like a lot of people get gratification off their phone or, or off these really flashy things that that's going on in these mega clubs or these strips. So it's like when those things are provided, when you have like a hometown event, if, if, if your if your events not on point, you can lose like five to six people that ever want to come back. Mm-hmm, 100%. And that's sad because it, it's, it's not necessarily the musician's fault. It's not the venue's fault. You know, it might not be all these people's faults, but like one little thing kind of messes it up for everybody. So it's mm-hmm. like really being on your game and like, like coming through with a quality event and having all those things tied in, I feel like prolongs whatever you're trying to do. Plan B, C, D, and E. You basically have to have to keep yeah. it safe. You know what I mean? But I, 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 that that's the other thing I'll tell people too, is just don't, don't put everything on one event either. Maybe try it again. Worst case. Cause that's how I felt. Yeah. But if I go two or three times and this shit two or three times, I'm probably not going to go back. You know, what's crazy to talk about that is that, you know, look at crickets event, DJ cricket. Yeah. Shout out DJ cricket. Shout yeah, out cricket. Straight up. I'm actually hosting her event. I'm like her official host whenever she doesn't have a guest. That's host. where I laugh the most. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm going to be hosting this next one. And, um, her event started off the day Trump got freaking hired to be president. Damn. I was like, like talk about bummer, bro. Like everybody was so bummed out, you know? like, and that was her first, like event for playhouse yeah you know and you have to like 
stay in for the long haul. You have to invest in your yourself. And that's what she does. And it took her like maybe three or four months. But like after those three or four months went through, like people got familiar and now they're now they're continuing. She's killing it. it. Yeah, she's killing it. Killing it. Because she's creative and she's like open and she's 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 the one person I feel like that moved here, did her time for like two or three years Mm -hmm. and accepted the new wave versus Mm -hmm. versus like trying to fight it. She's very progressive. Yeah. Like she's she would probably be like if people were like, oh, I want to I want to do my own event. It's like, okay have dinner with her pay for her dinner uh rack her brain Learn. pay her to, yeah. to be one of your djs and like like figure out how it how you what you're supposed to do to have a successful event yeah we had her on an episode uh a couple of months ago yeah. oh yeah i saw that and yeah. uh it was just a very it was like over two hours long it was just very insightful even talking about the barn raves <laughs> <laughs> back she's, in she's, she's, she's go to barn raves that's crazy man Dude, yeah we used to have uh uh ranch way, raves like like at the ranches yeah, you know? yeah oh you know what speaking of rancho waves man i was about to ask you have you ever been asked to like host or mc like a a quinceanera or like a sweet 16 or like a wedding something like that yeah 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 actually i actually just um uh hosted a, a wedding and it was like the coolest wedding ever uh, it was like a b-boy ruin he's from california and he's from uh style elements crew so he was like one of the first b-boys that was put on a video game Ooh, yeah he does like power which is all the gymnastic stuff yeah what video game um uh, b-boy something like it's, it's on a b-boy it's game? a playstation the the one the handheld playstation oh, the PSP? First psp psp the big one yeah, yeah he was crazy. on that so um he had his he moved here with his his lady and they finally got married she's a b-girl too Congrats. so imagine like everybody there is like dancers at her, her at her wedding so like during the wedding when they um when it was time to do like the garter belt dances that and shit stuff must like have that. been high Damn. yeah so like um we did like a whole dance with all the dancers right so like one of the guys in the tux was straight up doing air flares like yeah. the, uh, like damn that's like that crazy and, it's, and he was a big dude too he's from germany he's his best man and then like um the apache line right mm-hmm. which is very hip-hop it's like the most hip-hop thing it's like you could do whatever you want and breaking but if you can't top rock then people like don't give you like all the props you right, know? Right, because right. it's basically it's like it's like you you could you could do all this stuff but this one thing it doesn't make you solid you know so like everybody that was a b-boy in there was like doing the apache line so i was doing it versus him which is like a, an incredible dancer somebody i looked up to growing up that's so tight and like me and him were top rocking his ring falls off he goes and picks it up puts it back on we start going again his <laughs> wife's in the back in her in her wedding dress like top rocking it was it was so fun. That's so so like, yes, it sounds like the scene of a scene out of a movie. Pretty much. That's so <laughs> yeah. tight. Have you ever like turned down like a gig? Like, like nah, it's not for me. You know what? To be honest, like if I turn down a gig, it, it has to do with two things. One, I don't know you, and number two, um, the event's not gonna be organized the way that I would want it to be. So I don't want to put my name on something that's not gonna be there. Yeah. So like I've been approached by people, and they're like, "Oh man, I've seen you and all this stuff," and and you know i want you to host my event but the thing is like their follow-through is really bad or uh they want me to do something for them for free which is like i'm down to do it if i know you like i'm down to i'm down to build with you if i know you but if i don't know you that well it's, it's hard for me to dedicate my time for free without yeah. you know having that's a very mature way of man. looking at it yeah so yeah. like you know um and i've done my i paid my dues already so like if i choose not to do something for free then like i you know I, i've done that so can't like, get butt hurt people but to be honest like i'm i'm pretty much down to do a lot of things so mm-hmm. like 
like my friend hitting me for the wedding. I was, she's like, oh, do you think you would? I'm like, of course I would. This is like awesome. It's, it's, your, it's your wedding. You know, like I, like this, it's like dope just to be there. You know, like, um, my friend, uh, B-Boy Steve, he does uh, ninja karaoke every first Friday mm-hmm. and he's like, I saw that he needed help and I'm like, bro, if you need help, I got you. And he's like, well, I can't pay. I'm like, well, you know, give me a karaoke room and we're cool. And he's like, all right, then I got you. So I was able to, um, host his event and it's like one of the most successful first Friday parties that happens. So it's like, and Zappos, make- Zappos jumped on it and gave like a thousand dollar gift card after the second one. So like people Damn, just love son. it. Yeah. Damn. And it's free. You're a good host, though, man. You're a killer. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I always favorite. feel like if 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 someone can't tell that, like you said, like the the DJ system went out or they lost the power went out, if they can't tell that the problem's happening, you're doing a really good job entertaining them and kind of like keeping the party going. Real quick, if you're on America's Got Talent, I think I'd be dying. Oh my say. gosh! Oh my gosh! It'd be perfect, man. I gotta make they, it out to they, him, they, man. They'd either hate me or hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because the uh, the 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 style that they do on there is like my style is like really like freestyle. Yeah, they probably have a lot of like you can't do that. You can't they, do they, that. You can't like do it's that. very scripted. Yeah, like scripted things. Like Nick Cannon does a call. You know, and you and you that. see it too. You see it too. You see it when people host things and like they're reading like, hey, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like oh, it's like so oh, okay, you know, but like. I love I love doing things live. I like I love being able to that raw to talk about whatever's going on at the in the moment and like put some heart into it because right. the, the things that I'm saying on this podcast are the same things that I'll say on the mic if I have time. You know, I'll tell people like, yo, you gotta you gotta put your pay your dues. You know what I mean? Like you gotta like show love to the people who came before you. Like let's take a moment of silence for you know this thing that just happened or or you know like. Mm-hmm if like I have a homie that's like in a, in a bind or they're trying to raise money to go somewhere, I'll pull out my hat and put $20 in first and ask everybody else to do it. Like it's cool to be a part of things where like there's no script and it's just all feel and it's all like raw. But at the same time, like I've studied and I know when I should say something or when I shouldn't say something or what time to say something or bring people's attention in. So like my timing is really good. My jokes aren't always good, but like, the ones that are good <laughs> make you forget about the bad ones. There you go, man. That's kind of hit every yeah, uh, major talk really good, I man. wanted to talk about, man. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Thank bro. Thank you, brother. That's what's up. Yeah. Peace. Shout uh, out. Real oh, quick. Oh, man. <laughs> you said you about to end the podcast before we got a chance to. Damn. I thought you said bye. <laughs> so real quick, uh, people want to find you online. Where can they find you? Uh, your personal and even the uh, nothing to do. Real quick, I just wanted to shout out to some people that I work with. Go for it, man. So shout out to the ISI group. That's Industry Supporting Industry. Uh, Downtown Project, I work with them. Shout out to Miss Joy for putting me on for the first time, giving me my first 100 bucks to do an event. Uh, Shout out to, like, all the people that I work with, Style Elements Crew, Derek, uh, you know, uh, Coco Jenkins, Nothing to Do, LV, um, my boy Christian, and uh, my brother, uh, Original MP Art. And my uncle that passed away, rest in peace. Marvin, rest in peace. Thank you guys for all your inspiration. But uh, if you guys want to find me on my social media, super easy. It's at M-P-A-R-T-C. M is in Mary, P is in Paul, A-R-T, C is in Cat. And then on my Instagram, that's where like everything happens. And the cool thing is like every month I put up a calendar. Mm-hmm. So after this podcast, I'm going to put up my, my calendar for what's going on in May. Got some bangers coming out, and that pool party is going to be dope. I hope you guys come. 
when is it? Free table every Friday. <laughs> every, starting, every Friday. Starting I got to get Friday. out more, bro. I don't go out. No, every, every Friday. Friday. Never every been Friday. to a pool out here. So. Every Friday, starting this Friday. Well, we have our own pool now, so it's like even oh, less yeah. of a chance. Now. <laughs> hey, no, just come come through when you guys aren't busy. Just come through for an That's hour. Sure. Fun, man. I'm actually out this Friday, yeah. so oh, actually, I actually got to shoot a wedding on Friday. Is there a guest yeah. list? Bro, you just walk in with me. There's, you don't have to walk uh, in. Oh, yeah. You know, that's that, that's, that, that's that, that Hakkasan feel. Like, <laughs> oh, you just walk in with me, dog. Like you know a sexy saying? bitch. There you go. Yeah. And if you guys want to find out more about uh, what's what it, what there is to do in Las Vegas, just follow at Nothing to Do LV on Instagram. Thank you for joining us, man. And we'll catch you guys on the next morning dinner. Later, y'all. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.